What is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Sports and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Scafidi. It is Wednesday, June 5th, 11.46 p.m. Um, game 3 of the 2019 NBA Finals just wrapped up where the Raptors defeated the Warriors by a score of 123-109 to to take a 2-1 series lead. And uh, quite frankly, I couldn't be happier. Um, I'm going to get into the stats here. And I'll give you my take. So for the Raptors, uh, Pascal Siakam, he had uh, 18 points, 9 boards, 6 assists. Kawhi Leonard, 30 points, 7 boards, 6 assists. Marcus Saul, 17 points, 7 boards, 4 assists. Kyle Lowry, who's been playing really great the past two games. Um, 23 points, 9 assists, 4 boards. Danny Green, big, big game from him tonight. He only took 10 shots, and they were all threes. He made six of them. He had 18 points with five boards and one assist. Again, six of 10 from three. And then off the bench for Toronto, uh, Serge Ibaka, he played a really nice game. Um, he really cleaned up the rebounds and uh, blocked some shots. He had six with five rebounds and one assist. And then uh, this man, Fred Van Fleet. Let me tell you, he he is so he's probably so nice for the Raptors to have coming off the bench, because uh, there's probably quite a few NBA teams that would like to have him as their starting point guard. Um, he had 11 points, three rebounds, two assists, hit a dagger three that really should have been an and one. Draymond uh, fouled him, but they didn't call it. Um, and then for the Warriors, you know, the big story for Golden State tonight is obviously since game, what was it, six, game four or five of the West semis, Kevin Durant's been out. He was out again tonight. And then uh, Clay Thompson was out of the hamstring. That's his first missed playoff game of his career. And then... uh. Andre Iguodala is banged up, and uh, Demarcus Cousins left the game late in the game with a uh, injury. Um, Draymond Green he had 17 points on seven boards and four dimes. Andre Iguodala had 11 points on six boards and three assists. Boogie Cousins had only four points with three boards and two assists. Sean Livingston, who started in place of Clay. He only had four points with uh, two boards, two assists. Curry, he had 47 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. He shot a tad under 50% from the field and a tad under 50% from three. And the bench, they didn't really have anything going for them. Uh, the Quinn Cook had nine with two assists and one board. But, yeah, so really Toronto had some – all-around great scoring. And their starters, I mean, all their starters had at least 17 points, which is really, really good. And they had a, they had a double that you got off the bench. The Warriors, they had two starters with four. And then Curry obviously had 47. And then their bench didn't really, their bench put some change in there, but nothing major. All right, so let me get into the, uh, my thoughts on this game. 
first off, the reason why I'm so happy that the Warriors lost is because, I, I mean, I don't want the Warriors to win, but, like, what made it even better is that Curry had a, he had a nice game. He had 47, he had a great game. He had 47 points, like, right? Well, now we're going to hear about, up until game four, we're going to hear about how Clay needs to get healthy and Katie needs to get healthy because Curry, he did all he could do. He had 47 points, seven assists, eight rebounds. But he didn't have enough help to win the game. That's all we're going to hear about, right? Well, let's just go back to last year, game one of the finals. When When LeBron James... A year after losing Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving wanted to be traded, rolls into the finals with the starting lineup of George Hill, J.R. Smith, LeBron James, a not very good Kevin Love at that point, and Tristan Thompson. And on the bench, there's nothing special either. My man puts up 51 in a finals game. First time a finals game goes to OT, I believe, and loses the game because George A, George Hill can't make a free throw, and B, J.R. Smith doesn't know the score of the game. And and like I know people said like LeBron has no help, which is true, but Steph, like, they're gonna say he had no help, but like he had two, I mean, okay, Boogie Cousins, I'll, I'll give him a pass on that because he's coming off an injury, two injuries, really. He missed, like, half the first half of the season, then he was out of the playoffs. So, but he has two All-Stars, one who, like, was not coming off an injury, and Draymond Green and Boogie Cousins, and then he still has Andre Iguodala, like, he had help, right? Now, the help didn't play well enough for them to win, obviously, but he had help, whereas LeBron was going in there with a bunch of scrubs. So, we're going to hear about how Curry needs Clay back, he needs KD back for them to win. And I'm just glad that Warriors fans, Curry fans, finally understand what LeBron has gone through like his entire career right like he'll put up crazy numbers and then that doesn't necessarily mean you win where in the past for the Warriors if Curry would go off I mean they would they win most of the time anyway but if Curry would put up 40 plus it's like guaranteed the Warriors are going to win well now they just lost by double digits and he put up 47 so I just just makes me make me smile it makes me smile knowing that Curry can't win without another superstar without multiple other superstars because he had a I mean he had a star in Draymond Green he needs another superstar probably another two superstars to win that game because honestly like I know Clay Thompson great I know he's a great player, great shooter, great defender. But honestly, I think even if he plays tonight, I think the Raptors are so good tonight that they probably still would have won. And then if Clay would have played, it would have taken away from Curry's points. Not that that really matters in the scheme of like who wins the game. But I think that even if Clay would have played, the Raptors were 
so good that they would have won the game. Um, so the next game is Friday at 9 in Oracle Arena at Golden State. Um, it is believed that Kevin Durant will play in this game, especially since they're down 2-1 in the series now. Um, Clay's going to play. I mean, it's not official, but I would be shocked if he didn't play. Kevin Durant, I mean, I th- if I had to bet money, I would say he'd play. But I wouldn't be surprised if they held him out another game to go to game five. Because I think that as the uh, as a team, the Warriors think that they can, especially if they have Clay back, that they can win game four at home without him. Which I, I agree with. I think they can do that. Um, and then, in theory, the series would be 2-2 going back to Toronto. And then you'd have a healthier KD for game five, six, and seven. And honestly... They'd be smart to bring him back. I think the best time for them to bring him back would be game game five. Assuming Clay can go in game four. If Clay can't go game four and KD and they're thinking that KD can go in game four, you bring KD game four. If Clay can go game four and it's a fifty fifty with KD playing or not in game four, I think you sit him. I think you bet on your team winning that game without him, and then you bring him back for game five. Um but then again, there's the other side of the uh, argument where you don't waste finals games, which I totally agree with. But if KD's gonna like go out there and not be a hundred percent, not not be a hundred percent, but not be like eighty percent, he might even disrupt things because he's been out so long. And honestly, I think if Clay plays the Warriors in Oracle, I I think they would bounce back and even up the series. And then KD could come back in game five. And honestly, if the if the Warriors even up the series, you could even rest KD game five if he's not ready to go. Because then you still have game six at home, and then game seven, anything can happen. But I think uh, I think the best spot to bring him back would be game five. Assuming Clay can go game four. All right, let's talk about the Raptors for a little bit. The Toronto Raptors... They've this season they've had a lot of success, right? You hear a lot of talk about the Raptors, Kawhi, Kyle Lowry, and DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> I mean, this DeMar DeRozan thing—it's kind of making me mad. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, DeMar DeRozan in an interview with I believe it was Bleacher Report basically said that he said that he was the quote-unquote sacrificial lamb for the Raptors to have the success. Basically saying that the reason why the Raptors are in the finals and winning finals games is because they is because of him. And like in theory, like in theory, he's right because he was traded for Kawhi Leonard. But I mean, Demar, just sit down and shut up. You are not the reason why the Raptors are in the finals and winning games. The reason why they're in the finals and winning games is because of Kawhi Leonard. Not because of you. If it was because of you, you'd be on the team and not Kawhi. No. You were the guy who was good enough to be in a trade package to get Kawhi. That's what you were. Now, DeMar, you're a great, you're a, you're a good player. And I know you're, 
Toronto and you, you guys had that genuine love for each other. And I know you were ticked off when you were traded. You felt backstabbed and betrayed. I know a lot of people were upset when you were traded. Kyle Lowry being one of them. The fans loved you. The team loved you. Everyone loved you up there. But we're in the now. We're not. This isn't a year ago. This isn't when you got swept by LeBron for like the fourth year or whatever. This is now. And the reason why right now the, the Raptors are in the finals is because of Kawhi Leonard. Now, if you want to continue to complain about how you got traded, go ahead. But don't say that the reason why the Raptors are having success is because of you. Don't say that. In fact, I I would argue that the reason why the whole time you were there, the reason why the Raptors weren't in the finals is because of you. Because every time the playoffs came around, uh, every year you had a great regular season. You and Kyle Lowry lit it up every every regular season. But when the playoffs came around, you turned, in, you turned from DeMar DeRozan to DeMar DeFrozen and basically disappeared. And then Kyle Lowry would have a good first series, and then he'd be so burnt from carrying your, your um, how should I say this, your uh, frozen self, that he'd be burned out for the next series. And then if they played the Cavs, then they'd get swept. Or in the Eastern Conference Finals, they'd get swept. I know in 20, the year, 2016, the year the Cavs won the title, you guys actually took it six games, which was kind of surprising. Um, but yeah. So, bottom line, don't don't get traded. Don't be good enough to get traded in a package that lands the team that you were traded from, Kawhi, and then say that you're the reason why the Raptors are in the finals. Yeah, I get it. You're annoyed. You feel cheated, but it's a business, and get over it. I'm tired of it. Um... So Kyle Lowry, getting back to him, how he fits into this. Obviously, he was one of DeMar's best friends. I mean, he is DeMar's best friend. They still text daily, he says, and that they'll vacation together after the uh, finals are over, like they do every year, but usually they vacation earlier because they never make the finals until this year. Um, He has played excellent for like the last like game and a half. He had a good first half last game and he had a great game tonight. Uh game 1, he he was not that good. He only had like 7 points with like 9 assists and then he did hit the dagger 3 at the end of game 1. Uh game 2, he was good in the first half, second half. I mean, pretty much all the Raptors didn't play well in the second half, which is why the Warriors ended up winning that game. Um then tonight he played really good, 23 points to go with Kawhi's 30. It was really the Robin, it was really the Robin performance to go along with Kawhi's Batman performance. It was really great for the Raptors to be able to have both those guys, their top two players, be be their top two scorers. And then obviously you have um, contributions from a Pascal Siakam. Danny Green had a huge game. Um, again, six from ten from three with eighteen eighteen uh, points. Uh, Marcus Saul, you know, he had a solid game. He had seventeen points. I mean, one was a garbage time three. Um, seven boards. One was a garbage time rebound. 
I mean, I'd like to see him get more rebounds. Like, I just feel like that if for how I, I know he's going up against Boogie. Although Boogie left the game hurt, so maybe next team he won't have to. He'll go up against Bogut because Kevon Looney's out with us for the series with the broken collarbone. But um, I just feel like Gasol's too big to only get seven boards a game in a playoff game. I just feel like he's too big and too good. I don't know. I mean, I know it's. I mean, again, I'm sitting on my couch right now, not in the NBA, and I'm saying this. I just feel like he should be getting more boards, being over seven feet tall, with his talent and skill level. Um, like I said, the Warriors they didn't get much help outside of Draymond Green, seventeen points. Um, Andre Iguodala put in eleven. He's banged up. Um, oh yeah, the Demarcus Cousins injury. I I was like, okay, so I went to the Buffalo Wild Wings to watch the watch the first three quarters there. And the way home, I listened to like half of the fourth quarter on the radio, and then watched the other half of it on, at my house. But when I was in the car listening on the radio, that's when Boogie actually got hurt, and they um. He went back to the locker room for the remainder of the game. Um, if Boogie can't go, that's going to be a problem for the Warriors. I know he didn't play well tonight. He only had four points with three rebounds. But if Boogie can't go, that's going to cause some serious problems because they already lost Kevon Looney with a, a broken collarbone. So they went from having... Kevon Looney, Boogie, and Bogut to having Boogie and Bogut and then if Bogut can't or if, excuse me, if Boogie can't go then they just have Bogut at their center position so they'll have to start Bogut and then when they have to sub him out they'll have to play small ball and probably put Jordan Bell or even Draymond Green at the center position which that's when they really get hurt, usually like in the past small ball has worked for them but the Raptors the way that they're built, um, you know, Marcus All can stretch the floor, Sergi Baca can stretch the floor. The way that they're built, they can be big and be a small ball team, um, without suffering defensively, um, drastically. But so that'll be something to keep your eye on: is can Boogie play Game Four? Um, and what the Warriors will do to combat combat that if he can't play Game Four. Um, just something to think about. So again, Game Four is uh, Friday night at nine at Oracle Arena. Um, I don't know. Who, I don't really know who I think. I mean, I think. I mean, I would think that if I think Clay's going to be able to go, and I think. Um, the Warriors will probably win this game, even up the series, and then take it back to Toronto at two-two. Um, the line right now is uh, Golden State's favored by five and a half points. Um, I don't know. If I had to bet money, I'd say the Warriors would uh, even up the series and take it back to Toronto two-two. But I, that's assuming Clay goes. If Clay doesn't go. I think the Raptors take the game and go up 3-1, which would be awesome. 
but I I I mean I I don't see Clay not playing game four. Like, he wanted to go tonight, like, and the training staff kept him out. Honestly, I think he could have played tonight. Um, just based off watching him on like the sidelines, he looked pretty upset that he wasn't playing. He was in a jumpsuit. Um, he wasn't even street clothes. He was in his jumpsuit. Um. See, I would bet. I would bet that he comes back game four and they even it up two two. But I hope I'm wrong. Um. Again, I don't want to wish injury wish uh, injury on people, but uh, hopefully he'll be better in about three weeks. Um. Game four. You also look at KD. Is he gonna play? I know I touched on this stuff earlier. I'm just kind of recapping here. Um, I think he should. I don't know if if they lose. If he doesn't go game four, and they lose, I feel like it's a bad look. Because I feel like KD like these are like must win games, and these are, these are the finals. This is what your whole season's for. And I don't, I don't think he can throw those games away unless he absolutely cannot go, which is why I think Katie's injury is a little bit more than just a straight calf. Um, I think if it was just a straight calf, he would be playing. But so basically, if Clay goes, I think the Warriors win Game Four. If he doesn't go, I think the Raptors do. Same same goes for Katie. If Katie goes Game Four. Even if Clay doesn't go, um, I think the Warriors will win. But if if neither of them go, I think the Raptors will win. And then if the Raptors do win that game, go up three one, I think I think there's a good chance that I don't know, because you don't I don't I I can't count the Warriors out even if they go up three one. To be honest. Especially when they bring back KD and Clay. So, once again, this was an episode of the Sports and Stuff podcast. And I'll see you when I see you. Hello, Sports and Stuff fans. This is just a reminder that the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Um, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sports and Stuff PC. Um, share with your friends, like, subscribe. Um, I'm trying to get this kind of bigger. I enjoy doing it. And uh, thank you.